ओम माय नेम इज राम वकलंका आई एम ए योगा फिलासफर सैंस्क्रिट एक्सपर्ट नादा योगी एंड मेडिटेशन इंस्ट्रक्टर आई वुड लाइक टू वेलकम यू टू माय पॉडकास्ट योगा फिलासफी एंड विजडम विथ राम वकलंका इन दिस एपिसोड लेट्स टॉक अबाउट हाउ टू मेक श्योर यू आर चैंटिंग योर मंत्रास एक्यूरेटली Let's begin with the opening chants first. Om Sahana Vavatu Sahana Ubhunaktu Sahaviryam Karavavahai Tejasvinavadhitamastumavidvishavahai Om Shanti 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 In modern yoga communities we often hear mantras being chanted. Mantras are the sacred sounds given to us by the ancient rishis or yogis of India. Mantras are essentially sound form of energy. When chanted properly with devotion, mantras align us with the cosmic energies and bring innumerable benefits at physical, mental, emotional and spiritual levels. Mantra chanting is similar to singing or playing music in many ways. One has to make sure that one's voice or instrument is accurately tuned before presenting music so the music sounds mellifluous. Similarly, mantras have to be chanted accurately for them to be optimally effective. However, these days we hear different versions of pronunciations in the mantras creating uncertainty in the minds of the newbies as to which is the correct pronunciation. Let us understand the fundamental principles behind mantra chanting in this episode of Yoga Philosophy and Wisdom with Ram Vakalanka. If you follow these principles, I can assure you that your mantra pronunciation will be excellent. Mantras are an integral part of the yogic tradition and practice. Mantra chanting is about harnessing the power of the sound form of vibration to influence and impact our energy levels positively mantras can be chanted or meditated upon we can also add music to mantra chanting and sing some mantras repetitively chanting the same mantra is called mantra japa singing the mantras has come to be known as kirtan in the west although the word kirtan has a slightly different connotation in india Both of these constitute mantra meditation as both these induce meditative states. Many people in the yoga community incorporate mantra chanting into their yoga practice and that's a great thing. However, the chanting of mantras is as much a science as it is a spiritual practice. It is called mantra shastra. Mantra shastra or the science of mantras is very deep as well as vast. In this podcast I am going to touch upon certain fundamental aspects of mantra chanting. One should pay attention to three critical things when chanting mantras. The first one is akshara or proper sound of Sanskrit. When we are chanting mantras we should make sure that we are uttering the proper sounds of Sanskrit the sacred sounds of Sanskrit are called aksharas akshara means eternal 
indestructible and inexhaustible the sacred sounds of sanskrit are eternal and inexhaustible sources of positive energy hence the name akshara strictly speaking sanskrit is not a language but rather a collection of universal vibrations converted into vocable utterable sounds by the ancient rishis of india each akshara creates a specific energy within us a mantra is a specific arrangement of the aksharas that summons a specific cosmic energy from within us if the correct aksharas are not used then that arrangement is disturbed and it will not yield the result it is supposed to as an example let us take ganesha's mantra om gam ganapataye namaha i have heard some people chant the mantra or sing the mantra as om gam ganapataye namaha ganapati means ganesha the second syllable in the word ganesha or ganapati is a cerebral sound it should be pronounced as na rather than na i hope you are able to hear the difference between the two na is a valid sound in sanskrit belonging to a group called dental sounds however na is not a part of the mantra na is so instead of saying ganapati if we say ganapati or instead of saying ganapataye if we say ganapataye that is incorrect akshara and disturbs the energy of the mantra the second fundamental factor to pay attention to in mantra chanting is known as matra matra means the duration of time for which a given akshara or sacred sound is supposed to be sustained in sanskrit the same sound sustained for different durations of time is considered as a different akshara for example a is an akshara or sound in the sanskrit language if we sustain it for twice the duration of a it sounds like a and is considered as a different akshara in other words an akshara is not just about the phonetic sound but also about the duration for which it is sustained a and a are two different aksharas distinguished by the duration of the sustenance of the sound even though it is the same basic sound if the aksharas of the mantra are not sustained for the right duration then the arrangement of the sound energies of the mantra is disturbed as an example let us take the sanskrit word ananda you might have noticed from my pronunciation of the word the first syllable is a if we don't sustain that akshara or syllable for the required length and pronounce the word as ananda then the word changes whereas ananda means bliss ananda means misery pain discomfort etc in other words when we don't respect the duration of the sound we can potentially create exactly opposite meaning and that's a risky thing to do with mantras the third critical factor to pay attention to is swara or tonality of the mantra this applies specifically to the tradition of vedic mantra chanting vedic mantras have their own tonality those who chant mantras in the vedic tradition are trained very well in chanting the mantras with specific tones for those who want to learn vedic chanting correct tonality is critical 
if an inaccurate tone is used that again disturbs the energy of the mantra and may not give intended results at the end of the day it is important to bear in mind that mantras are powerhouses of the sound form of energy it's a good idea to keep the following in mind when chanting or singing the mantras vyaghri yatha haret putran damshrabhyam chana pidayet bhitapatana bhedabhyam tavad varnan prayojayet broadly speaking what it means is the letters of the mantra should be uttered clearly yet delicately just as the mother tiger carries her cub with her teeth without injuring them and at the same time not allowing them to fall from her grip in other words the sacred sounds of the mantras should be enunciated clearly but gently so that they don't sound either muffled or harsh to the ears of the listeners mantras should not be chanted listlessly or casually all right let's uh, wrap up uh, today's podcast with this once again my name is ram bakalanka i am a yoga philosopher sanskrit expert nada yogi and meditation instructor to know more about me or purchase my healing music and mantra albums please visit www.ramvakalanka.com or connect with me on facebook and or instagram or subscribe to my youtube channel rambakalanka i will reconnect with you again with another interesting topic in the next episode of yoga philosophy and wisdom with rambakalanka in the meanwhile please share this podcast with your family and friends and get them to subscribe to my podcast and benefit from the wonderful wisdom that i share on these podcasts om सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सह वीर्य करवाहै तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तु मदिषावै ओं शाति शाति शाति